Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey all, this is Eric Christensen, pharmacist, back with you today on the Real Life Pharmacology podcast. Uh, Thank you to all of you who have uh, certainly followed the the podcast and hopefully you're listening and and learning and picking up a few pearls. Uh, If you like the podcast, like what you hear today, uh, would love a, a kind rating and review on iTunes if you have the time or wherever you're listening. Uh, those have been greatly appreciated to those of you who have uh, done that. But um, with that note, let's get into it. Uh, today I've got Depakote, um, which is the brand name or Valproic Acid or Valproate. It's sometimes called as the, the generic name there. And this medication has uh, quite a few potential uses. It's one of those kind of jack of all trades uh, type medications, but also has a lot of potential downsides, adverse effects, and those type of things too. Being one of those drugs with kind of multiple effects, you can anticipate that it's probably got a few different uh, mechanism of action. And the two major ones I'm going to talk about is uh, it's got an effect as far as increasing Uh, the availability, uh, the effect of GABA, which if you remember in physiology, GABA is an inhibitory uh, neurotransmitter. So that's one effect, kind of increasing that uh, activity, availability. Uh, The other effect uh, is its potential to uh, block uh, sodium channels, specifically uh, voltage-gated sodium channels in the central nervous system. Uh, So they're by stopping the action potentials and um, different pathways through through that uh, aspect there. So that kind of leads into um, some of the potential uses. And classically, Depakote or Valproic Acid is uh, classified as an anti-seizure medication, uh, but it is definitely used uh, in migraine prevention and also bipolar disorder. There's a few other oddball uses that you may see it for from time to time, um, but those are really the big three uh, that I see it used in clinical practice. So seizures, migraines, and uh, bipolar disorder. Now getting into some of those effects, let's talk about the adverse effect profile because there are definitely uh, some very notable uh, adverse effects. Uh, For more of a a generalized, uh, short-term type effect, um, I think of CNS changes. And you can kind of think of this with any drug that works on the brain. Uh, So sedation, confusion, dizziness, definitely things that can happen with valproic acid. Now, I do want to speak specifically about confusion and those type of symptoms. So valproic acid is very, very unique in that it can raise ammonia levels. And ammonia is a toxic toxic substance within the body. And the other patient population, other than patients on valproic acid, um, classically where you're going to see elevated ammonia levels is in patient with uh, cirrhosis and uh, hepatic encephalopathy. So that's that's where you're going to see elevations in 
ammonia, but Depakote, valproic acid, can also cause this. So if you see a patient displaying those symptoms, checking an ammonia level uh, might be an appropriate thing to do in somebody taking uh, valproic acid. Uh, other things I've seen in, in clinical practice uh, come up, uh, hair loss, so that's kind of a, a unique one, something to think about if you're having a patient with that kind of trouble. Uh, typically, that's more troublesome for females than males, but um, something to think about there. Uh, GI side effects can happen, stomach upset, that type of thing. Uh, I have seen some uh, significant weight gain from this medication, so that's something to, to keep tabs on as well. Um, weight loss has also been reported as well, so um, kind of maybe can go either way there, but just remember that um, GI uh, side effects can potentially happen. Uh, dosage forms, I did want to make a note of that. I'm not going to get into great de detail on that. Um, but just remember that they're not perfectly interchangeable. Now, in a patient, um, maybe where we're treating migraines or something like that, you know, maybe differences in bioavailability and concentrations isn't a huge, huge deal. Um, but if you get into managing seizures and something sensitive like that, where target concentrations can really matter and the closeness between toxicity and or seizures. It's called a narrow, narrow therapeutic index. Um, that closeness can be very, very sensitive potentially to those changes. So if you're ever changing a patient from a different dosage form to another dosage form of valproic acid, you've got to look it up and look at that bioavailability. So I wanted to, to make that note. A uh, couple other things as far as you know, notable adverse effects and, and warnings. Uh, specifically, there are a couple of boxed warnings that I really want you to know about. Uh, liver toxicity can happen uh, with valproic acid, so definitely uh, remember that one. I've seen that one tested uh, quite a bit on um, various exams throughout my career. Uh, congenital malformations. So pregnancy, this drug uh, should not be used in pregnancy. Now, that can get a little bit dicey because many females, younger females, have trouble with migraines. And this is why uh, we probably steer clear of using this drug uh, in that younger female patient population. But if you see a younger female patient on that, obviously you're going to probably make sure uh, that we're preventing pregnancy through uh, birth control and, and uh, you know, whatever method we're, we're using there. But um, very, very important because Depakote can um, ha and has been shown uh, to cause some effects to the baby there. One other side effect that I actually have seen in clinical practice, pretty rare, um, but thrombocytopenia. So valproic acid can uh, drop those platelets. Uh, so that might be something to look out for in patients uh, who have thrombocytopenia and or displaying symptoms, you know, bruising, bleeding, uh, things of, of that nature. Uh, one other pharmacokinetic property, I kind of talked about dosage forms and how they matter a little bit, uh, but I did want to mention protein binding. So uh, in our blood, we've got albumin and drugs bind to this albumin at varying extents. Uh, valproic acid is one of those that binds to albumin very, very tightly. 
So what this means is if you've got a patient that's malnourished, uh, maybe a very elderly, frail patient, their albumin levels may be low, which means there's a higher free fraction of drug. And result being this patient that has low albumin may be at higher risk for having a greater free fraction, which ultimately leads to a higher risk of uh, toxicity potentially. So something to, to keep an eye out for there. Uh, monitoring, uh, CBC, you know, I mentioned those platelets, LFTs, we've got that warning on hepatotoxicity. Uh, if a patient is displaying symptoms of uh, you know, confusion, delirium, things of that nature. Ammonia level is going to be important. And we do uh, check drug levels potentially with valproic acid as well. So in signs of toxicity where we've maybe got some CNS things going on, uh, in signs of uh, having uh, seizures, let's say, we're going to probably check those levels as well, see where that patient's at, and, you know, should we escalate the dose and those type of things. So uh, just for reference, uh, you'll see out there uh, target levels kind of ranging um, between 50 to 100 or 50 to 125 uh, micrograms per mil. So that's usually kind of the target range if we're using the drug uh, to target specific levels, like I said, in the case of seizures uh, and or potentially bipolar disorder is another one um, where we might try to hit certain target concentrations. Obviously, based upon uh, patient response, based upon uh, the potential for seeing uh, those signs and symptoms of toxicity. Let's take a quick break from our sponsor, and then we'll wrap up on drug interactions. If you love the podcast, go support meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. I've got wonderful books on clinical pharmacology, uh, you know, patient cases regarding medication therapy, really cool resources for any healthcare professional uh, who works with patients and medications. You can really learn a lot uh, from some of the stories and, and case scenarios we've put together uh, in pharmacotherapy and the thrill of the case to um, books that uh, I and, and a couple other pharmacists have uh, created and, and edited. So really unique resources there. Also, if you're looking for NAPLEX, BCPS, uh, BCACP, uh, BCGP uh, board certification study material, uh, we've got that as well. So definitely go check out those resources, support the podcast. Uh, that's always uh, greatly appreciated. So wrapping up on drug interactions, uh, I definitely wanted to um, make you aware of absorption issues. And uh, one of those classic, classic medications, which isn't used a lot, um, but can definitely bind up drugs, is uh, Questran or cholestyramine. So I should do a podcast um, on that coming up here because uh, it, it can definitely alter concentrations uh, of valproic acid and potentially block absorption when you give those uh, drugs together. So if you ever see a patient on Questran, cholestyramine, uh, you've got to look at drug interactions. You've got to look at, at timing. Typically, we want to do at least probably two to three hours separation between cholestyramine and giving uh, another drug, especially ones that are sensitive um, and have a, a tight you know, drug concentration window that we're trying to hit. So that's a, a good uh, drug interaction to remember. Uh, one I have absolutely seen in clinical practice is lamotrigine. 
So with uh, Depakote being on board and starting Lamotrigine, or you're on Lamotrigine and you start Depakote, drug concentrations of that Lamotrigine uh, can potentially go up and go up substantially. And this can lead to usually the, the major side effect with Lamotrigine or the major concern is uh, skin reaction, severe life-threatening Stevens-Johnson syndrome. So that's a, a good one to remember. Uh, Carbapenems uh, used in you know hospital-type setting most often there. Uh, these drugs can actually reduce valproic acid concentrations, so that may lend towards a patient having a seizure, maybe exacerbating their bipolar disorder if they're they're maintained um, by valproic acid. Uh, but a good one to remember there. So carbapenems uh, can reduce those uh, valproic acid concentrations. And then I always think of um, other CNS depressants, sedating medications. Uh, benzodiazepines, drugs used for sleep, uh, opioids, things of that nature, um, valproic acid being generally more sedating, you know, can obviously pile on top of those effects with some of those other drugs that may cause those effects too. And then liver toxic agents. Uh, so, you know, if you've got a patient at risk for liver toxicity, um, maybe they're on statins, which, you know, again, statins don't cause liver toxicity very often. Um, but if you think about, you know, maybe an accumulation of different drugs, maybe they're on phenytoin, valproic acid, uh, acetaminophen, statins, all these drugs together, uh, there may be a little bit, you know, greater risk of causing some, some liver trouble, liver toxicity there. So definitely something to think about. Uh, one more I did want to mention was, was amiodarone, definitely well known uh, to cause some uh, potential liver issues. So if you've got a patient on that and valproic acid, you know, we've kind of got to be ultra concerned about monitoring uh, that liver function for sure. So I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, valproic acid, a very uh, complicated, complex medication that can have a lot of different effects. And um, hopefully I summarized uh, some of those uh, effects for you today pretty well. Uh, if you like the podcast, uh, leave us a rating review on iTunes, wherever you're listening. That's greatly appreciated. I've got that giveaway at reallifepharmacology.com. Uh, it's a 31-page PDF, the top 200 drugs. Great resource uh, for young, young pharmacists, uh, students who are taking board exams, uh, MCAT, and so on and so forth. I've had lots of different professions uh, reach out from NPs to PAs to med students uh, who are learning pharmacology and um, definitely found that, that resource helpful. So go check that out at reallifepharmacology.com. We'll send you an email too when we um, put up a, a new podcast or if we've got uh, anything else going on there. So I'll sign off for today. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.